Good morning, Anchor Mates. Midnight Coffee Hour, this is Brian. I wanted to talk to you about healthcare um, and the cure for cancer. So here we go. I, I'm going to explain to you the rationale behind, you know, I don't know, there's, there's two different lenses, I guess, that, that we look through. There's the female lens... Who, you know, as soon as they see one symptom, all of a sudden they, they assume the worst. But you're gonna die. Let's go to the let's go to the emergency right now. You got the sniffles. And then there's the guy response, which is, uh, you know, I'm tough, I'm macho, I can handle it. You know, unless I'm puking my brains out for four days, I don't need to go to the doctor. And I wanna I wanna explain that outside of the whole macho thing. It makes a whole lot of sense to me to not go to the doctor all the time and constantly going for checkups and constantly getting these shots, you know, because here's the thing, Um, studies have shown that the people who go to the doctor, you know, uh, quarterly or biannually to get, you know, their shots or whatnot for flu vaccines and all that sort of stuff. A lot of them still get the flu. A lot of them still, you know, get sick. And the thing is, uh, I think the number one place to get sick is at hospitals because you're around a bunch of other sick people. Except for, again, unless it's... This is another explanation of why, for me as a guy, I wouldn't go unless I was very, very sick. And that's because it's very, very likely that someone in that hospital has a much worse off than you and it's also very likely that like 50 or 60 other people in that hospital have it worse than you and so unless you want that worse that we're speaking of I would just stay away from hospitals there's just there's a lot of bacteria going around there's a lot of you know it's just not a great place also hospitals like I'm not bashing nurses or doctors or people that own hospitals or any any staff. I'm not bashing the people that work for the medical sector. What I am bashing is how bloody expensive it is to get anything done. That brain injury that you guys don't know about because for some reason that episode, you know, telling my story won't pop up on iTunes, weird, inconvenient, but, um, that, the hospital costs for my traumatic brain injury, even though there was no treatment done, uh, that, that bill was, was, I think it was close to being six figures, it was close to a hundred thousand, then I had rehabilitation, uh, for a couple months, I don't even know how much that was. But you're paying for the bed, paying for, you know, taking up the vicinity and not letting other people take up that same spot. I don't know. It's just, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. Um, and the thing is, that's another thing, is uh, hospitals can get full. They can, you can be really, really sick or injured and they might not be able to help you because every other bed's been full. And so they, you know, they say, well, you need to go to this next hospital over you know, and, and that could that could be life or death in the in the correct situation. So 
again, that's why I'm like, unless you're really sick, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about going to the hospital and taking up a bed, you know? Um, yeah. Plus, yeah, like I said, hospitals are expensive. Like, I went, and, and insurance, I don't even, I don't really get that 100% either. I have insurance, and I have this really specific insurance to where I can only go to three hospitals in the entire nation if I want the full insurance coverage. So I have to drive to go to those. So I still got those. I still went there. And I just went for, in my head, I'm thinking an annual checkup. I should probably do it once a year. Because really it's like twice my whole life. So, you know, I go for an annual checkup. And I get a little shot. And I'm thinking, okay, the shot's probably, you know, maybe 30 bucks or whatever. And the visit itself should only be like 15 or 20, right? Well, apparently, that's not the case. And it was urgent care. I thought urgent care was cheaper because it's just like, eh. You know, it's like for, uh minuscule problems not for like advanced things and I'm saying that because if you've been to urgent care even though it's called urgent care it's not urgent they like they'll see you that day but it's not and you don't have to schedule but it's not emergency room type status it's not like like you still got to fill out three pages of paperwork and symptoms and it's just I don't know it's just kind of silly and if you have like most of the uh Here's my beef. That one visit, that one hour and a half visit that I went on is going to cost me, outside of insurance, it's going to cost me, myself, and I about $200. And that's just ridiculous. That's 50 fucking pizzas. That is ridiculous for an hour and a half. I want to get paid that much, but they don't get paid that much. It's the hospital that gets paid that, but... It's just annoying. And so... Yeah, like... Why even go? You know what you should do? Just figure out what those freaking forms are that have a million thousand symptoms on it. Snatch up some of those. Fill them out for yourself. Hit up Google. Or actually... You don't even need those paperwork. Just type into Google what your symptoms are. And uh, find out what you got. Then look for, you know, uh, medications on the sort. Because most of the stuff you can get over the counter. That's ridiculous. It, I mean, it's just, it's silly. And you, I mean, I don't know if you... You can also deal with a lot of unprofessional people, real snobby people. Not always the case. I'm not bashing anybody in particular. I'm just saying you can deal with that. And they're real snooty people. And it's like, okay, well, I'm doing this because I want you to fix me today. And they end up doing something you could have done yourself for $200 cheaper. So, anyway, I don't want to go to the doctor. I have gone to the doctor twice in my adulthood. Um, which is six years. I've gone once every three years. And both times have been negative. I end up 
you know, being uh, chased down with multiple bills. Like, it's like one bill initially. And they're like, oh, yeah, here's another bill. And then, you know, okay, cool, I paid it off, whatever. And then they give you another bill. It's like, just give me one bill, and I'll pay it. And I'll, you know, debate on whether I come to a hospital again. You know, but don't send me five at different months. You know, like, that's ridiculous. Um, anyway. That's my current outlook and my justification for the macho masculine outlook on hospitals and you know if you're if you go to a doctor as soon as you get a sniffles you're weak or whatever that kind of mindset that's my justification for for that lens outside of the whole pride complex is it it makes sense it's it's ridiculous um Anyway, the cure for cancer. I mentioned that I would talk about that. You probably believe there is none. You're probably wrong. In fact, you are wrong. There's a cure for cancer, and there's a prevention for cancer. A way that you will never get cancer. And it really irritates me. Because people say, well, if there was, we would all know about it. Well, here I am trying to let you all know about it. And you can Google it. Because you can trust Google. You can't trust Brian, right? Here's the other thing. Is there always have been cures. It's just they don't put it out there. Because those cures don't make money. Curing a problem doesn't make money. If it does, it's a one-time payment. You know what I mean? You make money that one time because once it's cured, it is no longer there. So what makes money in the medical sector is maintenance, maintaining the disease, keeping it from, trying to keep it from going too far out of hand, but keeping it as long as possible so they can keep giving you treatment. And to be honest, I think <laughs> I think if you went to the Philmont infirmary you'd be better off than if you do chemo. If you just take some fucking Tylenol and water, you would probably be better off than doing chemo. Cuz chemo destroys your destroys every other organ, you know, and it makes you have a very slow painful death with multiple complications instead of just one disease that kicked your ass, you know. But there's a way to not have cancer, and, and there's there's many, and, and there's also ways to defeat cancer. This is one of them. This is a way to prevent it, and also take it down before it kills you, if you have it. And it's not even that bad. It's just a twice a day, a little 20 second routine, you know, it's 40 seconds of your 24 hours every day um, for a month or so. And, I mean, you should just make it something you do after that if, if you happen to be a cancer patient. Um, anyway, so what it is, apple cider vinegar. <clears throat> it's a real painful thing 
to drink, but you're going to drink a shot of that in the morning and a shot of that at night. What I always do is I have a shot of that and then I have a full glass of water right next to it and I just super chase with water. So I have like, you know, that shot of apple cider vinegar and a glass of water. Do that in the morning, do that in the evening. And I tell you what, if you're a drinker or if your friends are drinkers, and they get all choked up and wheezy and make this big, you know, flamboyant deal over a shot of whiskey. You do this for a month. And then, you know, next time you're hanging out with them, you can show them how it's done when it comes to hard liquor. Just one shot. I'm not, I'm not telling you to get wasted. But you can just show them that, like, this is water. <laughs> and that's exactly how it is because that the apple cider vinegar is... It's it's going to be, like, the hardest thing to drink for you. Um, but, you know, it prevents your body from getting cancer or from, from your cancer cells mutating into uh, bad cancer cells. Also prevents you, you know, it has a million benefits to it, but it also kills whatever cancer you do have. Um... And that works because it changes your body's chemistry. Now, I don't have the terms correct. I probably don't. But I believe that your body has two different pH level like uh, mechanics to it. There's alkaline and then alanine, I believe. And what you're doing is you're changing your body's composition from alkaline to alanine um, anyway and then by doing that you know the current cancer cells you have can't mutate into uh, the negative cancer cells that that can you know kill you so there's that take it with a grain of salt or maybe be serious about it. Depends on how much you uh, are worried. And how prepared you want to be. This is my good morning rant. Just woke up before I started it. Um, good morning. Hope you guys have a great day. Uh, I'm about to go run my five miles. Get that knocked out. And then, uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure. I need to probably go to sleep some more. But, keep moving forward one inch at a time. You guys got this. And, uh, if you need any support in any way, feel free to message me on any of the platforms. And uh, I'll gladly help you out. I'll be there for you. See you guys around later today I'll probably post another anchor episode um, and either today or tomorrow night I will have another podcast with someone so tata see you bye au revoir good day <laughs>